Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. Lots to talk about today, but one of the things we talked about is the secret meeting that took place in Penn State to uh, possibly name the field after former coach Joe Paterno uh, and what people's thoughts were about it. Charlie's been waiting for a while, so let me get Charlie from Wilkesbury on the phone from on Joe Paterno. Charlie. Yes, Rob. Um, boy, I wish that Franco was still alive. Man, uh, he, he, I would love to hear him uh, make his position known if you were still alive on on this issue man oh man if, of all the people that i remember coach really making a heck of an impact on was franco harris yeah gosh i mean he came when when he uh, coach never let anybody any freshman play that was his one of his standard rules aside from reading poetry to us uh but uh, it, it's just uh I think what they ought to do is uh, have a vote from all the folks that played for Coach and let us decide, certainly not the Board of Trustees. I mean, I don't know if you know the story about how Paterno got fired. Yeah, I I am familiar with it. Uh, Are you familiar with Corbett ordering the president of Merck and Danville to uh, fire him. Yeah, but as far as the whole thing about it, I, and I understand the reverence for Joe Paterno and such like that, but with everything that happened, and I understand he was cleared of a lot of things, he was actually clear of most things, but he was still the person in charge. Uh, after everything that was done, to turn around now and have a secret meeting to name the field after him, do you think that was in poor taste, or...? Uh, having worked for management engineering and the five of us ran the university day-to-day operations, uh, that's commonplace at Penn State. All right. Well, and and that that always happens. And uh, heck, it, it started back in the in the late '60s. We had a uh, a chief lawyer for the athletic department who was. Uh, I mean, why not name the field after Franco Harris? I mean, that would be a perfect, you know, there's, I just think there's so many more that aren't controversial that they could, they, that they've could have brought up for this and had a more public involvement in it. Yeah. The trustees at Penn state have always operated like that. And, uh, sometime, uh, I'll explain to the folks what happened to make the stadium go from 55,000 to 101 and, and, oh, by the way, phase six is yet to be done, and that uh, that means bringing the stadium up to a capacity of 120K. And the main and only reason why we wanted to go that high is so that we could be a bigger stadium than the University of Michigan's. Uh, well, I'll have you on the phone since you seem so knowledgeable. I have an article here from 2022 that says that the – the statue has been the statue that was removed. The Joe Paterno statue has been moved to an unnamed, secure location. Do you happen to know where that statue is now? No, no, I don't, and uh, very few people do. And uh, yeah, I guess there was a I Senate know. Bill 20, 1283 to have the had to have the university tell the people of Pennsylvania where the statue is because it has since been moved to an unnamed, secure location that the the university itself will not disclose. Yeah. That's right. It's been there for decades. So that's how secretive and, and political 
the board of trustees has always been. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And uh, in this whole thing about Scumdusky, uh, that 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 wouldn't have happened had one of our incoming presidents not changed the whole organization structure of Penn State. Yeah. And uh, well, it was definitely know. a taint on a great university. And again, <laughs> th- there are so many hundreds of thousands of, of graduates that that university has turned out that that I, I think would would be a great asset, and not controversial. And, and you just named Franco Harris, you know, being one of them. Lieutenant Mike Murphy, a Navy SEAL who gave his life for our nation. Another. Well, I mean, there's there's, there's hundreds. Um, I have I've interviewed probably a thousand managers, plant managers, etc. And my best hire. Believe it or not, everybody's going to say, CJ, you're an idiot. But the deal is, I hired Gary Schultz, my best hire ever. Mm-hmm. And he got set up. All right. Well, Charlie, I appreciate you checking in and giving us your, your opinion and, and your, your insight on what's going I, on. I, let, you know, let, let the former players decide. I think it's got to be bigger than that. I understand. Believe me, you know, I, I get the, the football atmosphere, I get the team atmosphere, but that, that field just not, does not just belong to the players. It belongs to Penn State. So I think it needs to be bigger than just the players. I think they absolutely deserve uh, needed input. Uh, and like you said, trustees having a, um, you know, let's test the water secret meeting behind closed doors probably really wasn't the way to go because I think it just taints the whole thing from the start. And the sad part, Rob, is the person who was uh, nominated to give Joe the message was a trustee from, I think, he lived in Lackawanna County. He was a farmer. Okay. Yeah. Have a great one. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Uh, let's go. We have uh, Bill from Wilkesbury on Paterno. Bill. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I agree with you that uh, they perhaps should not be meeting in secret. Incidentally, when they fired Paterno, they had a meeting whose legitimacy was questionable for the same reason. However, I believe they do need to rename that field for Paterno and put back the statue. I'm very familiar with the circumstances of Paterno's dismissal. The trustees in March of 2012 issued a statement that they decided unanimously that Paterno's uh, failure of leadership required his dismissal. Well, according to the university policy and anybody who has taken the course in uh, sexual abuse reporting on the campus says, knows you don't take leadership. You report it to the designated person, and then you keep your hands off it, which is exactly what Paterno did. Afterwards, when some of these trustees, two of them, uh, Kenneth Frazier at Merck, and I believe the head of the board, uh, that two of the trustees had to testify under oath, they said, Paterno was not fired for anything he did or did not do. He was fired essentially for public relations reasons. So that's two conflicting stories. So the entire board is constituted in March 2012 is on record as lying to and on behalf of the organization to which they owed a fiduciary duty about the circumstances of Joe Paterno's dismissal. And I know the U.S. Military Academy, you know, that's one strike and you're out, uh, lying uh, about something like that, one strike and you're out. And these I will not lie, cheat, or steal. 
or tolerate those who do. Very good. Very good. So I think they need to make that right at this point. It should have been made right uh, 12 years ago, but I think they need to make it right now. Certainly Michael Murphy also should be recognized, maybe not by having the football field named after him, but uh, certainly he also should be recognized, no question about that. Well, and I'm just throwing names out there. Again, I'm not a Penn State alumni. I'm not that familiar with the history of it. I, like I said, there, there's there's probably hundreds, if not thousands, of uh, you know, out of the hundreds of thousands of alumni that they do have that have done great things for our our, our nation, uh, who could who could be thought there, uh, you know. Um, but you know, that's just uh, that's why we talk talk about these things. That's why we discuss it. Okay. Thank you. Have Th- a great weekend. Thank you, Bill. You as well. Um, let me get one more in before we go to break. I got a uh, Mike from Bloomsburg on Paterno. Mike. Yeah. You know, uh, I think basically what the caller before me was saying was, and this is my personal opinion that the, uh, the management up there thought that when this all surfaced, they could throw Joe Paterno under the bus and that would just, you know, shut it all down and that would be enough. But evidently they were wrong that, that it didn't shut it down. And, uh, you know, again, like that, one of the callers uh, had a very inside information about Joe Paterno and, and how he handled things up there. And uh, every player that I've ever talked to uh, from back in that time zone, not necessarily at the end because I really never talked to any of them, they all they all loved him. They said he was hard, he was fair, he was tough, and probably no different than a lot of other big-time college football uh, people. And I, and I just feel it was an injustice that they threw him in my opinion, they threw Paterno under the bus, you know, under the guys that this will just cover it all up and it'll go away when it didn't. Yeah, so that that's how I feel. There's a bad taste in my mouth about the way they handled it. And uh, I will, I mean, even though I have season tickets and I go there, continue to go there, that, that just it never, never, never sat right with me that, that that was what I believe happened. Well, two things that I took from the whole thing, looking at again, looking at it from the outside, is this proved nothing more than universities are nothing more than a business. That's the way it's handled. That's the way it's looked at from them. It's all looked with dollars and cents. And second of all, I don't think uh, you know being being the head of something, you you do take the fall for a lot of things that happen beneath you. That's just extreme ownership. That just goes with the territory. I think that wasn't widespread enough as far as trustees, as far as ownerships, as far as everything else uh, that went there. You know, th- there were a few. Uh, but we're, I don't think it went far enough as far as, as that, that taking the, the top down as far as making an example, if that's what they were trying to do to begin with. Well, no, I, I agree with you. I, I just thought my, if they cut the head of the snake off, so to speak, then everything would be be fine. But obviously, much yeah, he more was obviously the, he was obviously the figurehead that they wanted and thought it would be the sacrificial lamb, no doubt. But you know, I think it would have went further. Uh, it should have went further as that. Again, and the last thing I'll say is, it Paterno's age and, and where he came from, and maybe I'm being naive, but I honestly think that the idea that a grown man would do that to a little kid or little kids was kind of like foreign to his thought pattern. You know what I mean? And like, just here, I'll tell the people, and it's off my plate. They'll take care of it, and I'm going to do what I paid to do and coach football and get winning teams. No, I, I appreciate your view, Mike. Thanks for checking in. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Thank Bye. you.